Hey guys, thank you for tuning into Crypto Elixir. Today we're back with another episode of Date Diaries with me, Natalie. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Box Mining Plus. Enjoy! It's your show. I should be the one nervous. <laughs> Hi, Kenny. Hey. Thank you for coming onto my podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you today? I'm doing all right. It's been a busy day. Things are calming down, and then I got another wave of meetings and stuff at night. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, actually, where, where are you based? You're not based in Hong Kong, right? I'm not normally based in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. but I might be based in Hong Kong in a few months. I don't oh, know. you're looking to move to Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, I'm, I'm just exploring Asia right now. Um, I think this year, probably going to be staying in Asia for mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, so trying to find a place to settle and mm -hmm. this office is great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's really been a, a huge factor in my decision. Were yeah. you based in the U.S. previously? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was born in China. I basically grew up in the States. Mm -hmm. I um, moved over to Louisiana mm -hmm. when I was two and a half. Mm -hmm. And then from there grew up until maybe elementary school, third grade, and okay. then moved over to Tennessee. Oh, okay. And then uh, after moving there, stayed there for several years until graduating high school and then going oh. to college in Boston. Oh, and so you've moved around quite a bit. Yes, yes. A nomad, even before it was cool. Uh, how are you finding Hong Kong? Are you enjoying it? It's great, yeah. I think that the weather is much nicer, right? Like before Hong Kong, I was in Singapore, mm -hmm. and then before Singapore, I was in Malaysia. So really and hot places. Yes, extremely hot, which is okay for me, yep. but don't like humidity. Isn't Hong Kong the most humid place? Hong Kong feels though? amazing right now by comparison. Really? Like I, I barely feel the humidity. It's almost like I'm in Dubai. <laughs> 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 These days are so humid in Hong really? Kong. Really? Yes, it's so humid. I'm just, well, if this is the most humid it gets, then I, I really You're all like right it. Because Malaysia, it was just like, you know, you get out the door and everything hits you at once. And my face is like naturally very oily. Okay. And so now it's got like oil and it's got water. And then you get into a taxi, but by that time you're already like super wet. Yeah. And then you get into the taxi and this mm -hmm. taxi's super cold. Oh. And so then you're like really freezing because you're wet and cold. And you get so. sick really easily, actually. Yeah, yeah. With the, the weather change, you know, so quickly. Okay, yeah. anyways, um, what do you like to do in your free time? I'm assuming you I like going to the gym and I like reading and uh, I like TikTok. Consuming TikTok, not, not doing TikTok. Have so you ever considered doing a TikTok video, like filming a TikTok video? Uh, not really. Yeah. I, I have filmed videos, but not, not like, hey guys, you know, sort of videos, yeah. but more so like montaging like my trips with the team. So oh, like, for example, okay. I was in India with my India team. Mm -hmm. We have uh, three people there. Mm -hmm. And so we spent a period of a whole week together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've got these glasses that just like record. And so, are you recording me right now? Right now, yeah. You can see oh. the, the light turn Oh, these on, are right? the meta glasses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The recording is really okay. good, actually. Okay. It's good stabilization, good color, good lighting. And it records, I think, in 1080p. Okay. So totally recommend it. And I actually use these glasses for like calls sometimes, too, because um, the microphone's better. It's over here. Yep. So it does better yep. noise cancellation. Yep. But anyway, so I just record these moments and... Um, you know, at the end of the trip, mm -hmm. I just put a montage together and mm -hmm. just like share with the community and stuff. Yeah. Can you record without the light? No. 
Oh, okay. so <laughs> the whole point of the light is to let people know you're <laughs> yeah. recording. Otherwise, that's kind of creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if I want to secretly record a date, I can just wear these glasses and, you know, turn it on. Actually, if you try to hide the light, yeah. it doesn't record. I mean, that's what they say. Actually, maybe it's recording right now. Remove. It shows that it's still recording. You can see? Yeah, yeah, there's actually a light here. Okay. Like, you see there? Oh, right. Yeah, okay. it tells you okay. when it's recording. I guess you could kind of hide the light. Like... <laughs> That's yeah, really convenient. Um, it's really great for like these moments where you're looking at something and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I want to capture this video. But, but instead of sticking a phone in front of yeah. your face and looking at it through the phone, yeah. you actually enjoy it. Like even a concert or yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess it doesn't work from eye height because <laughs> If I'm just recording through glasses, it would be people's head or their backs. But why, are, mm. why is there a rubber band? Oh, because my face is oily. <laughs> <laughs> and so it tends to slip. Um, but with the rubber band, extremely stable. And, you know, I use it to work out and everything. It's just my, yeah, my glasses. You should probably so. consider changing your skincare routine. <laughs> I don't probably not yours. The problem is I don't have a skincare routine. I've never had a skincare routine. I just use water and occasionally yeah. like body wash. And oh, that's, that's uh, all guys. Yeah. All yeah. guys do it. They don't even put cream on and their face is perfect. <laughs> Not really. It's very oily. Okay, so Kenny basically sits the opposite of me, right? And I, yeah. and I, I was looking at you and I saw a rubber band your glasses. Yeah. I was like, did your glasses break? <laughs> like, why do you have rubber pad? No, good, good Tied. guess though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but usually, if my glasses break, I tape them. Do you not buy new yeah. glasses? I mean, like it's hard to buy new glasses. You know, you have to either get a new prescription mm -hmm. or you have to wait. You have to wait either way, mm -hmm. and then it's just such an inconvenience. So I'd mm -hmm. rather just, you know, tape it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. Taping your glasses. Okay, um, what is your most ideal date? Would you consider yourself a romantic person? I'll ask this first. No. I consider myself a very practical person. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but not practical to the, to the tune of like being completely tone deaf to how it is to be romantic, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, um, but I do... I do feel like sometimes in my mind, I just mm -hmm. think like, is it even logical to do this? Like, does it even make sense? Why do this when we can just, but yeah. No it's... wonder you didn't buy me flowers today. Right? I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, why even have flowers, you know? True, But true. Um, okay. they just end up dying. That's true, okay, so. <laughs> but tell me, why do women prefer to have the flowers? To be honest, I don't like getting flowers. There you go. Because like, like, firstly, they die. Um, like, it's exactly. not like a waste of money, but I'd rather use that money to go for a good meal mm. or to, uh, I don't know, like buy a gift or something. Do the cost of flowers equate to a good meal these days? That's crazy. That's, that's like, that's expensive flowers. So, some flowers go up to 3,000 Hong Kong dollars. Oh, Hong Kong dollars. How much is that? Um, 800, uh, 900 USD. What? Yeah. No. Some flowers are very expensive in Hong Kong. 900? I thought it's like the conversion rate is 7.8 to HED, yeah. 3,000 wow. HED. So I, I, I don't think that money would cover the whole meal, but I wouldn't want my partner or my boyfriend or my date to waste that money on flowers. I just realized as you were saying all that, that 
I've grossly miscalculated how much I'm spending here. <laughs> you thought the conversion rate was 12? Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot. <laughs> what have you been spending money on in Hong Kong? Uh, well, I mean, a lot more expensive things than I originally thought. Oh my gosh. Wow. I was buying, I've been buying this meal every single day for lunch, which is just the salmon and broccoli. Uh -huh. I'm like, wow, this is very cheap, healthy stuff. Turns out it's not so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. We're just buying Oops. it downstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. City Super, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Same gosh. stuff every day. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You have to change your uh, meals, lunch every day. That makes sense now because I was buying the salmon and they're like, how much of it do you want? And I'm just like, I want the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like looking at me. And then I pay for it. I'm like, it's cheap. What are you how looking at me it? for? Um, 80? HKD? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, dang. I mean, it's not like crazy, but. You it's know. more expensive than you yeah, thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every other things add up a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Your expense just went <laughs> yeah. a few times higher. Dang. Okay. Okay, so anyways, back to the topic of dates. Okay. What's the best date you've been on or the be best date you've planned? Oof. I guess, you know, when you put me on the spot like that, it's very hard to uh, determine. So, Would uh, you consider this an ideal date for you? No. <laughs> Fine. Okay, what's your most ideal date? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm like my most ideal date, or honestly. the date you've planned that, like your most well-planned date. Oh, I mean, I feel like planning dates and stuff. It's not about what would be my most ideal. Mm -hmm. It's about what would be their most yep. ideal, right? Um, and it varies from person to person. Yeah. So I guess the answer is it depends. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a very smart way to. Um, fine. What? <laughs> I'm not trying to avoid it. Yeah. It's just okay, that, you know, like true. the answer that's is true, very though. complicated. Okay, what, yeah. when was the last date you went on then? Um, well, I'm married. And so I guess my last date was a week ago. We went hiking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Um, is your wife in Hong Kong with you? No, she's in, um, well, she... She was supposed to be, or I was supposed to be in mainland China at this mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. um, but for reasons I can't disclose, mm -hmm. I can't go to China right now. And so um, I'm, You're stuck I'm here, stuck in, Hong here in Hong Kong and she's uh, celebrating Chinese New Year's with oh, her family. So are you going to celebrate Chinese New Year in Hong Kong? I mean, I'll be in Hong Kong mm -hmm. and it'll happen, but yep. I think celebrate is a strong word in this case. Do you, like, since you're not based in Asia, do you still give out wrap packets? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. Uh, but I should. You know, that's, that's something that I should be more conscious of. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, let me ask you another question. Sure. Do you think you're a funny person? Do I think I'm a funny person? Um, I think I'm a unique person. Some people could find that funny. But, um, you know, am I a comedian? Not professionally. <laughs> so, you know. I don't know. It's a, what about you? Do you think you're a funny person? If you put me on the spot and asked me to tell you a joke, I would not be able to tell you a joke. Gotcha. But then I think I can be sometimes. Okay. It really depends on my mood as well. Yeah, I, I feel like telling a joke 
when you're put on the spot is not what a naturally funny person yeah. would be able to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I, feel genuine. It yeah. feels more like a professional comedian who has, you know, little scripts already planned. Actually, that's what some of my friends do. Like, they see funny jokes online and, or pick up lines, some of my guy friends, and they write it down just in case they need to use it. Oh, like, wow. what, on a night out or something. On a night out? Oh, that's oh, like, oh, yeah. That's like, a bit cringy, I think. Really? I don't know. It's... Not Does it work? <laughs> varies from girl to girl. Does it work on everyone? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, what is the weirdest thing you've eaten? Uh, pickled... Shark, not even shark fin, like shark. Yeah, shark pickled meat. shark. Yeah, this is in Iceland. <gasps> I, I think I had the same thing. I think I had shark or whale. I'm not sure which one I had. They, they have both. You can have whale, you can have shark, you can have puffin. All sorts of weird things, yeah. If, if it's... Uh, if it's a whale, mm -hmm. then it tastes like a, like a hairy steak. Did it taste like a hairy steak? A fishy hairy steak. It's like you shaved off a cow's testicles. Okay, I think I probably had shark then. It was okay. a bit, like the smell went straight to my nose. Okay, was it pickled, was it fermented? It was dry. Okay. It's a bit, it's very chewy, I think. Yeah, I think was it, it was probably fermented shark. Did yeah. you enjoy it? No. Would you have it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I would like, you know, I, I like to try things once, you know, just to have the experience. You know. What is on your, do you have one food, one type of food that you really want to try right now? One type of food that I really want to try. Actually, you know, I always thought that I would never eat testicles mm -hmm. or penis. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, we were outside talking about deer penis for oh. like, medicinal reasons and so now i'm oh, kind of curious to try it out chinese medicine yeah, for chinese yeah, medicine yeah, yeah yeah you should try chicken testicles during hot pot i think a lot of people enjoy chicken testicles gotcha i didn't I've even know never had, had testicles it's kind I think of a funny testicles, yeah do birds have testicles i think so they need to produce. I mean, you you would have noticed it by now, though, right? Like they're a seagull's really just flying <laughs> above you, and their balls should be just hanging. like dangling over there. <laughs> it's probably too small for you to notice. Like they're they're they're. Hey hey hey! <laughs> Don't insult well, the seagulls like that. I'm sure, there's some very well endowed seagulls out there. Okay, that's true. They, okay, they're probably <laughs> flying too high up. I just can't okay. see their testicles and their fur is covering fur, right? They're, Feathers. Oh, the feathers. <laughs> their feathers are covering up their testicles, probably. Sure. But you should yeah, try yeah. out chicken testicles. Okay. I've never tried it, but if you're interested in trying testicles, I'll try it. You should probably try it. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, it's good for men, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But boost testosterone level, mm -hmm. I think. I see. That makes sense. Right? I don't know if that's scientifically proven. Probably not. Like a, Probably just a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, talking about non-scientifically proven gimmicky foods, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Chinese bun, not the one that's filled, but it's just bread. It's like okay. steamed bread. Okay. It's called... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know where that comes from? No. So it's when, you know, China was still kind of duking it out with mm -hmm. all the different sort of uh, factions and stuff, and um, they couldn't, you know, just eat each other's heads, <laughs> created bread that symbolized human heads, and they would eat it before they go to war, right? That's why it's called mantou. Oh. Like tol the tol. Yeah, 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 so. I never knew that. Yeah, so it's supposed to, you're supposed to be eating your enemies, and that's supposed to strengthen you and 
But why is it white? <laughs> <laughs> like white people. That's why they're creating white mantles. They should have had the whole wheat mantle, yeah. you know? Like really get that fiber in. Yeah. But they can put chocolate in the mantles. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's the quite word. a luxury back then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they wouldn't put it in mantle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, what's your favorite food? There's a lot of food questions. I love food. Wow. <laughs> Actually, my favorite food is... Um, or the food that I probably consumed the most consecutive mm -hmm. days in my life is Soylent. Do you know Soylent? No. Okay. You wouldn't know Soylent because you're a foodie. But for the non-foodies, <laughs> the very practical utilitarian non-foodies, Soylent is a pre-made nutritional drink that replaces your food. And so all you have to do is drink it. And the reason I like it so much is because one, it's filling. Okay. Uh, two, you don't have to prepare it. Yep. And three, you don't have to clean up afterwards. And so you essentially can have your lunch in 30 seconds rather than, you know, all this other stuff. Are you full though after drinking yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think 400, 500 calories per um, drink. Is it packed with protein? No, it's packed with mostly fat and, oh. um, and a bunch of other vitamins and minerals that you're supposed to have or something. I don't know. Yeah. But do you have to order like, is it like a recurring order you have to reorder every week and it gets delivered to your home? Well, eventually you have to reorder it. It's not like Jesus and wine, you know? <laughs> it doesn't just flow <laughs> infinitely. But it comes in packs of like 30. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, that's enough for lunch meals for a whole month or something. Yeah. So you only have it for lunch. You don't yeah. have it for dinner. Uh, I used to have it for like breakfast and lunch and then sometimes dinner as well. Does it taste good or do you not care? But I do think it tastes good. I think it tastes fine. It's like, if one of the flavors are too overpowering, like if it's too sweet or if it's too salty, you can only have it for so long, yeah. right? And so I feel like they have a really good balance. Um, not too sweet. Yeah, and so I could drink it almost every day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I always see people drinking these drinks for lunch, but it's like a really small bottle of juice and it doesn't look filling at all. Oh yeah, I get juice sick, is, I get yeah. sick of it really oh. easily because hmm. I used to go gym and oh my trainer's like oh you need to you know do one protein one carb one uh, veggie every meal and it's basically just anything it's like protein but, carb but you have to like weigh that. all of the food that did you weigh stuff no oh, okay. never yeah. and um there's only certain ways that you can cook the food right like the protein sure and I, and I got bored of it in two days Mm. And it's because you're a foodie. Yeah, it just, it just never worked for me. And I feel like it's like every day I go to work, I look forward to lunch. So how long it. have you been in this office? I've been in this company for two and a half years. No, um, we moved here in 2022, January, I think. Oh, so it's been a whole year. Yeah. You've been having lunches in this place yeah. for a whole year. Yeah, yeah. And Do I'm, you still look forward to lunches here? <laughs> Not really, <laughs> I, but I don't really have a choice, but it's still better than eating the same thing every day. Okay, sure. But what's your go-to meal here then? Oh, I actually go for City Super as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I go for the chicken or the chicken thigh and then, or we order takeaways from the area because there are quite a lot of gotcha. takeaways from the area. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, does your wife ever compl complain about, about you what? having these meals? Well, I actually, I, I had it a lot before I met her. And then afterwards, I still have it occasionally. But, Secretly? Yeah. <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah. Don't come in. I'm so ashamed. 
<laughs> okay, um, what did you do prior to uh, doing Manta? Um, a lot of things, you know. Um, like professionally? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, um, I started my career in 2011. I started a cloud computing business and then I did this app uh, after the cloud computing business, which was really crazy because I never knew this industry existed until after I created this app. And it was purely by mistake. Mm -hmm. So the app that I created was supposed to let content creators charge their uh, audience for answering questions. Oh, okay. Right, like it sounds like it makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? It's like, especially if you're a large creator, yeah. you probably get tons of questions yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so how do you distinguish between the people who really want answers versus just like all these other yeah. questions? And so we created this system where, you know, you can answer these questions, mm -hmm. you set your price, people pay the price, they ask. If you answer, they get an answer. If mm -hmm. you don't answer within a certain period of time, they get a refund. And so, but how do you make sure that these influencers are giving like a true answer? Yeah, so that was kind of one of the challenges we had going into yep. it. And so once we launched the app, you know, I reached out to like 500 different YouTubers, mm -hmm. got them all on board. And my, my whole go-to-market strategy was thinking, I'm going to target YouTubers that teach programming languages, teach people how to code yep. online. Because yep. um, those people have tons of questions. Yep. And these answers were really good. Um, in fact, they were too good. Okay. That was the problem. So these people would be answering questions and all this stuff, and I'd see all this activity on the app all the time, and I'd be like, wow, this is amazing. Everyone yep. loves it. And then I would go do these interviews with the actual YouTubers who are answering these mm -hmm. questions, and they would be like, I hate this thing. And I was like, okay, but why? Yep. So the reason is because these YouTubers, they can't charge too much because they can't look like you know beggars yep. or like they need yep. money or they're trying to squeeze their audience or something. And so they charge something like three to five bucks. But then on the other side, when someone pays that extra money, they feel entitled to ask whatever they yep. want to ask. Yep. And so what ends up happening is that they ask these PhD level questions for five dollars. Oh, okay. And the YouTuber has yeah. to go research all yeah. this stuff for the next five hours, yeah. come up with a good detailed answer, yeah. and then give it to them and earn five bucks from it. It's probably like an essay for them yes. to do. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. So it was okay. basically not worth even doing. They could have probably filmed a video on that yeah, topic exactly. instead of answering. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, it wasn't a good experience for them, okay. right? And then during that time, I also started to um, apply for graduate school to okay. do my MBA. I got into graduate school. I went to MIT, and so I had the app sitting there, mm -hmm. and I decided, okay, let's just let it ride on its mm -hmm. own and mm -hmm. whatever. And as I was going through, you know, the grad program, the app started getting a lot of usage again. Oh, okay. But I wasn't, you know, doing any yep. marketing or anything. It was just kind of on its own. And so there was this specific industry yep. that no one would guess. I bet you couldn't guess either. But it's astrology. And people are asking questions about astrology. Yeah, so so there are these there are these astrology YouTubers who do general readings on a daily basis and they just publish the video to their audience and okay. stuff. And their audience is always asking for personal readings. Oh, okay. But they have no way of doing that. And so like the way they were currently doing it was like they would set up some sort of Etsy store and mm -hmm. they would sell this product. And, but there's no automation, there's no management of any of this. It's just a really bad, sketchy oh, user experience. And so they started using my app mm. 
to answer astrology questions from people. They, they were did. charging like $500, $1,000 oh, per okay. question. So yeah, that was quite interesting yep. that like, you know, I built the first sort of astrology platform yep. to connect users and their favorite astrologers. Because yep. um, I was just thinking, right, now that AI is so popular, people wouldn't need to use your app anymore because AI answers would, all their questions. But astrology... Yes, exactly. Yeah, I can never replace astrology. Yes. AI can't... Even if they could, like, the thing I realized about astrology is, like, if, I, if I'm a believer in astrology yeah. and you're my astrologer, yeah. I would feel like everyone else is bullshit, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're real. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah, so, like, it's... Oh. Such an interesting... Yeah, you would never have thought, even if you had to do research, you probably never thought, oh, I should reach out to the astrology. I never knew how big the industry was. Like, it is just this gigantic industry. The largest news agency of India, mm -hmm. it's called Ajtak, mm -hmm. which is like the CCTV of India mm -hmm. or the CNN of India. They started using our platform mm -hmm. because they have a branch specifically dedicated to astrology. Oh. And I was on the phone with them trying to just learn because I was still doing my graduate mm -hmm. school and so I didn't work on this actively but yeah. I was still curious about this industry and they were telling me how in India there's this acronym ABC. A is astrology, B is Bollywood and C is cricket and okay. these are the three big industries in India. Okay. Right and that's when I realized. I didn't wow, know astrology was huge. that big in India. It's huge. I mean it's huge in China right? Yeah. Like I mean yeah. yeah and apparently even in like South America and parts of Europe. Yeah. Oh, is your app still around now? Yeah, yeah. People are still using it. Yeah. What's your so, app called? Is it on called, iPhone? Uh, no, it was, it's a web app. Oh, so okay, okay, you, okay. Yeah, okay. it's called Worth It. Worth. Oh, that's really easy to... Why is it called Worth It? Because it's worth answering the questions, right? This question is worth it, oh. right? Yeah. I see. What did you do in graduate school? I was doing my MBA. I was doing my master's in business. Did yeah. you like studying? No, I don't. Like, to do an MBA. Because after <laughs> the cloud computing company, mm -hmm. I was just like, what do I do next with my life? Mm -hmm. I didn't have an answer, so I yeah. went in to go pursue an MBA. I figured might as well get a graduate degree at this time. And I went in because I didn't know what to do with my life, yeah. and I feel like MBA would be a great place to network with people, learn okay. from people, see okay. what they've done with their lives, and try to figure out, oh, do I want to do that? But then turns out MBA is just this factory for churning out consultants and bankers. I almost fell into that trap. I was like interviewing for all these places. That was quite a crazy When experience. did you realize you did not want to get into the banking or, uh, or consulting industry? It was that moment when no one hired me. <laughs> then I said, fuck you, I don't want you anyway. And then what did you move on to do? After not getting hired. After I got done crying. <laughs> I, I was yeah, like, wipe these crying. tears, boy. Um, and then I started working. And during the summer of my MBA program, mm -hmm. I went to do an internship at this AI company. It's, okay. the, it's called SenseTime. Mm. It's this Chinese AI company, largest one over there. And mm. the reason I did it is because I've never experienced working in AI, mm -hmm. never experienced working in China. Mm. So I did that. And I actually started pursuing more of the AI space. Mm. After graduation, for a short stint, I was working in a healthcare AI company. Okay. And we were building models, basically these prediction machines, mm -hmm. that could find, detect disease faster and more accurately than human doctors could. And so if you had some certain types of cancer, for example, right, like you can detect it earlier, and the earlier you detect these yep. things, the easier it is to yep. cure. So I was working on that for a while. 
Yeah, and then I also met Victor, the other co-founder of Manta. Okay. We actually met, he was doing his uh, master's in econ at Harvard, mm -hmm. and I was the teaching assistant for Gary Gensler at MIT. Yes, yeah, so I was his TA, and Victor had registered for Gary's course, because you can cross-register between Harvard and MIT. That's how I met Victor, actually. Yeah, I was teaching his course and grading his assignments and stuff. <laughs> how did Victor do? He did well. You know? Yeah, yeah. How, how's Gary like? Gary's great. As a person, he was my favorite professor at MIT because he was so easy to talk to, okay. so easy to approach, and he would just approach you and just say hi, super humble, super down to earth. What really surprised me about him was like my first year, I was one of his students, and um, so he was teaching the crypto class and. I was taking it, I was just thinking, this guy's so chill, he's yeah. so laid back, I'm just gonna write this like half-assed essay and yeah. then he'll give me an A or whatnot. He returned, it was marked up. I've never seen a professor mark up a, a, a paper as detailed and fine-tuned as he did. Every single sentence had some correction he wanted mm. to make and I was just so attention to detail. I was really impressed. Uh, this guy is the SEC chairman one day. But so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about his performance as the SEC chairman? Um, what do you think about him just not supporting crypto right now? I think that you really have to put yourself into his shoes, mm. right? Just like you have to put yourself into Jamie Dimon's shoes. Okay. Your job is to protect investor interest and also determine what's a security. And so with those two prerogatives in mind, right, like I feel like other people would be doing the same thing. I'm still a bit shocked that you're the TA of Gary Gensler. Yeah, it was a great experience. Did you choose which course you wanted to teach or were you just randomly assigned? Or did the professor actually have to choose you as a TA? Yeah, actually, um, so I never applied to be a TA or okay. anything, right? I just, but one day Gary was just like, hey, you know, do you want to be my TA? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Even with your half-assed essay, he chose you to be his TA. I think he saw that I took it seriously <laughs> afterwards. You know? Was it during the course that you decided that you wanted to do something related to crypto? And after all the rejections that you've gotten from the banks. <laughs> yeah, the only industry that, that accepted me. Just come knocking at the door. And to become your own boss as well. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always been dabbling in crypto. I started with like mining back in 2013. Okay. And then uh, in 2015, went through this whole stint where tried our hand at like building a Bitcoin options trading platform. Oh. And, you know, no such thing as decentralized applications mm. back then. Mm. So didn't get the, 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 the regulatory approvals to actually mm. launch it. Um, and then in like 2016, 2017, started writing about it. So yeah, I've just been kind of dabbling in this mm. space for a really long time. Uh, and even in the summer of my MBA program, like me and Victor, we were trying out some crypto related mm. things around like AI, facial recognition, and zero knowledge. And oh. so working with a few projects or a few companies, AI companies on mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. So it's always been kind of in the background, mm -hmm. but I never thought I would do it professionally as a career okay. until I got rejected by everything else. <laughs> uh, would you call Manta your most successful project up till now? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you the happiest, or is this your favorite child? Hmm. Um, I love all my children. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna hear you. Don't worry. <laughs> this is recorded. What about my future? Manta's the biggest child. Manta's the fattest kid. <laughs> would you, do you have? You, um, do you ever imagine that Manta would grow so big? Um. Yes, I think that. We all knew that, it, and, and, and even at the beginning of Manta, mm -hmm. it wasn't just about the project, but it was about, it, I think it was and has always been about the team, okay. right? Like it was me and Victor and a few other guys. Mm. And we just, I think we just had the right ingredients in the room to make something really delicious mm. for a in foodie analogy. Mm. But, um, you know. <laughs> What that dish turned out to be was very different than yeah. what we thought it would be, but it was still delicious. How different? <laughs> we started off building on-chain privacy in the Polkadot ecosystem, and now we're one of the largest L2s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we put a chicken in the oven and a Our delicious <laughs> fish came out yeah. random. But I, I staked ETH into New Paradigm, and then oh, they were like, oh, this is uh, Manta's CEO. And I was like, sure, I want to film a video, like tapping you on the shoulder, like, Kenny, where's my air? I'm not the CEO. Oh, okay, I'm a co-founder, marketing the Intern. That was a really interesting story. How much do you lift at the gym? Depends on what body part, I guess. Bench press. Bench press. In, the bar is 20 kilograms. Yep. Then the plate is 20 kilograms. That's 5 times 20. That's 100 kilograms. Then adding another 10 kilograms on each side. So 120 kilograms. Way. 85 kilogram? Press even harder with legs, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, so <laughs> Wow. I bench press like five kilograms per side, I think. It's okay. You five know, kilograms per five. You know, everyone okay. does their own. Um, what else? Have you ever peed in the pool? Yes, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's great, that's I hate it when people just be like, oh, that wasn't me, it wasn't me, it's clearly, it's clearly you. Okay, um, what's, is there like something really embarrassing that you do when you're alone? Uh, yeah, but I don't like to talk about it. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but one thing I do do that people have kind of commented on, and people see this when I go to like house parties or mm -hmm. something, because I would like, you know, take off my shoes and stuff, um, but like, my my toes i like to move my toes a lot and so people, people are like what are you doing you know and, you know, so, yeah, isn't like your way of relaxing i don't know it's like sometimes when i'm i feel like the more i think the more my toes move was it moving when we were talking just now like all that i don't time? know I, it, it has a mind of its own it's like it's like an octopus you know octopuses oh, yeah. they have those nine brains yeah. right and so it kind of has a world of its own yeah Wait, your sh when you took off your shoes just then, your shoes... Oh, yeah. Is yeah, it... so these are, um, these are Nikes. These are my only pair of shoes. I usually just do one pair of shoes at a time until they wear out, right? This one looks like it's got a few months left on it. Um, but... Um... These look like you shouldn't be wearing them anymore. <laughs> really? I mean, only up close, right? Like, you never notice how bad to... they were. Are they meant to be like this? No, I'm just kidding. They're meant to be like <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 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 fine. They really have, they getting the have mileage out of them. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
So these are actually specifically designed for uh, handicapped people. Oh. And um, I'm not handicapped. Yeah. But I, hope, uh, yeah. I use it um, to not have to care about putting on my shoes. Like if I guess one thing about me is like I'm all about the the optimizations in I life. Whether it's drinking food, meal. yes, or putting on shoes yeah. with no shoelaces, right? Like I specifically researched and looked for these shoes. Um, what did you type in Google? Um, no shoelaces shoes. Because <laughs> I don't want to tie them, right? I don't want to even do like this yeah. thing with the Velcro. I just want do you have to use to... your hands when you wear them? No, just take them off like that. Super oh, that's convenient. pretty easy to. Do you have like the 10 sets of the same clothes? Outfit? Yes, yes. So you're like Steve Jobs? Not really. I mean, I don't have any turtlenecks. Oh, okay. You know, but uh, you know, same, same one of these, uh, yeah. this shirt um, in different colors. Yeah. Um, Black, same size. white, and gray. <laughs> Black, white, and gray, yeah, blue, uh, and then a lot of free crypto shirts. <laughs> yeah. And sweatpants. Yeah. Is Manta gonna have merch? It does. It has a lot oh, they of merch. Do? Yeah. Can I get some? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, they're usually at conferences though. So like, okay. you know, you're, oh yeah, yeah. We're going to have a conference in Hong Kong. Oh, nice. I'm yeah. going to get some free merch. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. We can, let's see what time is it. We can probably, okay. We can probably wrap this up. Let me think. Yeah, sure. Um, what did you grow up wanting to be when you were younger? What did I grow up wanting to be? I don't know. What did you grow up wanting to be? A bo very boring, but I wanted to be I a lawyer for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually wanted, like, I, I did tell my mom, like, oh, I wish I was a boy when I was, uh, when I was younger. I just feel mm. like it's, I don't know, like, boys are more, parents are less strict on boys. I don't know, my, my, my guy friends especially, but yeah, mm. I wanted to be a lawyer, but thank God I'm not a lawyer right now. But when did you want to be a lawyer? Like at what age? Okay, I think I was brainwashed by my dad. My okay, dad really, so, yeah. so you didn't really want to be a lawyer, right? Like, so what did you, like, I, I feel like that's the thing. Like, I don't know if kids really actually want to be something when they're young, you know? They're if you ask like, me, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. I just want to chill at home every day. Or you didn't even know what, like, work yeah. was like or yeah. anything, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just... As a child, you're just brainwashed into wanting to be something. Yeah, and I probably want to be a doctor because of TV shows. Like, yeah. they look really cool. They're saving people. Yeah. So, do, do you have anything that you wanted to do um, when you grew up? I wanted to be an architect. Oh. Yeah. Because I like making things. Mm -hmm. I like creating things. I like, um, you know, both software as well as hardware. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like architecture is such a cool thing to do because you get to experiment with something that at the end of the day everyone gets to look at. You're still an architecture now. Sort of. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think any architect would say that. <laughs> It'll be an insulted look, right? <laughs> I'm an architect too! One small world! Do you study architecture? No. So by that time you already gave up on... You didn't even think about it. Yeah. 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 What were you like when you were young? Well, when I was very young, I cried a lot, <laughs> and then eventually I. Learned so you must how have to... cried a lot when the bags rejected you. No. <laughs> okay. No, no tears left by that. 
was I like as a kid? I was a very well-behaved kid. Yeah, nothing crazy. But actually, with the, with the whole MBA thing, I mm -hmm. think one thing that was really interesting was I actually got done with this one interview for a large publishing company. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all I do is publish books and stuff, which I realized looking back, like, why did I even interview for that? But Is it because uh, you like reading? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not that much. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like selling books, come on. <laughs> um, so, so I did an interview with this company because they actually reached out to me because mm -hmm. they were like, we're looking for entrepreneurial spirited people. Mm -hmm. And they saw my resume as part of this whole MBA stack mm -hmm. because we're all just cows going through the beef factory. Mm -hmm. And so they, they reached out to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're looking for like entrepreneurs and stuff. And I went through this whole interview process. It was like a whole day long, just mm -hmm. one after another. And then afterwards, a few weeks later, they messaged me and they were just like, yeah, you know, like we don't want to hire you. And um, I was talking with the HR and I was like, oh, okay, can you give me like some feedback? Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, you know, like we're looking for entrepreneurial spirits, but we're not looking for entrepreneurs. What? Yeah. So like basically, I think what they were saying was want someone to create ideas and expand the business. Okay. You don't want someone to take an idea and go do another <laughs> business with it. <laughs> so you gave out that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were overqualified for their publishing company. <laughs> what do you think went wrong during the interview? I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. Weird. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say something just now. Um, would you say you're book smart or street smart? Or both? Street smart. But you got into MIT. Because I'm street smart. <laughs> <laughs> you still need the grades. No? I guess, but you know, I think you don't have to be book smart to get the grades. You just have to work, work hard. Smart. Right? Like it's every like everything in school. I think you can do pretty decently. Mm. You just have to apply the effort to do it, right? Mm. Like the SAT, I think partly, sure, it's about intelligence, but yeah. as long as you're like a living, breathing human, I yeah. think everyone's capable of getting a good score. It's more mm. so about learning how the SAT works and yeah. what the strategies are. And in order to do that, you just have to put in the work to practice it, right? So mm. you know, it's sure. not about being smart. It's just about putting in the work. <laughs> That's true. I really hated studying. I yeah. honestly hated it. That's why I like, I can't believe you did an MBA and you told me you don't like studying. That's I feel like MBAs are not about work. It's not about studying. Book smart people shouldn't get an MBA. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like you can learn so much more doing other things. Like, what do you really learn in an MBA? Do you think you're applying anything you learned during your school days? No. Not at all. No. Do you think you are? No. What did you study? I did entrepreneurship. Okay, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's just for a CV. I think entrepreneurship is something that you have to like learn and do, mm. you know? Like it's really hard to just sit in a classroom and purely yeah. do theory. Yeah. Um, but if you're purely doing theory, right? Mathematics, physics, those are great nah, things for book smart people. Yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> what do you even learn in crypto courses? Like what is a blockchain? Yeah, yeah. What is a Bitcoin? Like, how does it work? How does proof of work actually oh. work? You know, like, what's it mean to mine a Bitcoin? What actually happens? What are the numbers that, you know, go behind the scenes? Like, what is a nonce? How does it play in hashing? What is hashing? Oh. All this other stuff, yeah. So you yeah. learned it and then you started mining Bitcoin? No, I mined it, then 
later on I learned it. So, well, so you, see, you must have done really well on that course. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, I think that's it. Think okay, that's it. cool. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you. Oh, I'm surprised the camera didn't stop at all this time.